Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Come on, Bobby. Transmitting across America. What's happening? Welcome to Tuesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Well, well, well. Here we are. Let's go around the room. He does all the video editing behind the scenes and a digital detox he says he's in. He's staying off screens. Here he is, Eddie, everybody. <laughs> Question for you guys. Yeah. Is damn a bad word for kids? Yes. Okay. Right. I don't I don't I don't say it. <laughs> Why? It would be what I would consider an expletive. Uh-huh. And some people think that my uh, my dictionary of expletives is a little skewed. Yeah, a little bit. Because I'll say the word that starts with P but rhymes with wrist. Mm-hmm. Like it risses me off, mm-hmm. I won't say it right now. Mm-hmm. But I won't say the D word. Why? Because my kids love that Bailey Zimmerman song, Rock in a Hard Place. And in the song, it's like, damn, I'm exhausted. And they're walking all over the house singing that out loud. And I'm like, ooh, that's a bad word in my eyes, too. But I can't really stop them because they're singing a song. And I don't really want to make a thing out of it because they'll be like, why? What does that word mean? And then they'll run with it. You don't think they know what that word means? I don't think so. You don't think they know it's a bad word? I think they just sing it. How old? The nine-year-old. Yeah, they know. The (laughs) eight-year-old. And even the baby. Well, the baby is four. four. He may not know, but the nine-year-old knows. Yeah. There's no chance he doesn't know that that's about. And now he's getting away from four because you don't. He's like, Dad, I don't sing anything in a song. Wait till they get into Snoop. Yeah, it's a game. Oh, bro, man. <laughs> Dang, some of that rap. <laughs> but, hey, Dad, don't care. We can say whatever we want as long as in a song. Okay. But I think, yes, the D word's a bad word. You? Yeah. Yeah, Lunchbox? I don't, I mean, it's a light one. It's the <laughs> light, lightest well, yeah, of them. Light. It's, it's still a curse. You wouldn't say it in church out loud, would you? No, no, well, sir. Well, I don't no, sir, know. Some people are like, I'll be damned. <laughs> Good to see you. At church? Yeah. It <laughs> yeah. depends how country the church is. That's yeah. true. That's right. When she said that, I was like, yeah. Yeah, That, that happened no. to me. Huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Coming to work every day in sweatpants was his routine, but now, every once in a while, he does wear jeans. Here he is. Lunchbox, everybody. Oh, I pulled an Amy. And we're not talking about a car wreck. I didn't run into anything. But I went into the store the other day just to grab a few things. Had a couple of the kids with me. And, whoa, pants for the kids were on clearance for $3 a pop. 
So I threw three pairs on my shoulder because I didn't have a basket. And I went through the self-checkout, paid for my items, got to the car. And as I'm getting in the car, the pants fell off my shoulder. I'm like, oh, nobody stops you. No, that's funny. Like they didn't even say anything. They were just draped over my shoulder. I wasn't even thinking. And I was like, uh oh. Now what do I do? It also shows if you don't look suspicious, people don't think you do anything wrong. Wow. Yeah. Because you wouldn't think anything about it. So what did you do? Did you go back in? No, no, no. Yes, you <laughs> well, did. You kept the pants? Are you serious? <laughs> what did you really do? Well, then do? he did not pull me because I would go back in. You had to. I mean, you had three pair of pants over your shoulder. Yeah, so they, and they were like $3. They were clearance. $3 yeah, yeah. a piece. So I do bucks. believe that you didn't realize it because that stuff, that kind of crap happens all the time. Yeah. Even stuff I have in my hand, sometimes I forget it's even in my hand. And I'm like, has anyone seen my phone? Oh, it's in my hand. <laughs> so I can only imagine with those being over your shoulder. So you notice you don't go back in? No. So I just uh, put them in the car and let's go. I had somewhere to be. And I was had the two kids. And I was like, by the time we go back in, it's going to take 20 minutes trying to explain it at the counter. No one's coming out here, so they don't really care. They were already on clearance. They were trying to get rid of him. What if he's on like a camera, though, and they're looking for yeah. him? Yeah. The next time he comes in, they tackle him and handcuff him. That'd be cool. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, I probably should have gone in. Or at least you... take the 10, 11 bucks, you know, nine plus tax, and do something nice for somebody with that money. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. I can do okay, something. Okay, he's lying right now, too. Yeah. He's lying right now, too. You can go back in. Just go back through the self-checkout. You don't have to explain anything to anybody. If they didn't know she walked out, just walk back in with him and be like, Whoop. Well, his kids well, are with them, too. Yeah, that, that's... Okay. Not you... that, I don't even know why I think that matters, because he just went in with them, too. <laughs> he just fooled me on that one. All right, thank you. She brings us the morning corny, and they're mostly funny. And recently, she had a big mix-up with our company regarding money. Here she is. Amy, everybody. Do y'all remember dissecting cats in school? What? Yeah. Oh, cats. Kids. We did dissect what? cats. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, because that's happening. My daughter was telling me that some kids at her school are dissecting cats, and I'm sitting there holding our cat, Maggie, and I'm like, what? They're, Where- weird. They're different kind of cats, though. <laughs> Where do they do get mean? these Dead cats? ones. Why oh. cats? Kids are different. Ah. Yeah. Yep. No fur. There was, yeah. You got no relationship with them. I was like, well, that must be AP or something, because I never did a cat. I think the most I did was a frog. Maybe. So was she... Like what's it? Were you weirded out? I'm weirded, weirded out by. She it. wasn't. I had no. Out. I never knew this was a thing, even in high school. But my sister went to my high school, and she was like, "Oh no, we did cats." Yeah, we did cats but, too. Okay, it's because I was in the, you know, the lower level, the regulars. I was even in. There was AP regular, Wait. and then I was in the one below regular. Remedial. <laughs> oh my goodness, Amy. No, I told. I already you told you weren't allowed to have a cat. That's why. <laughs> wow. This was. I was. Listen. <laughs> There was a lot of people in my class. I wasn't the only one. I think one. it was called resource, guys. No. Ours was called remedial. No, mine was, was called, yeah. like, chemistry in the community. Slow and tell? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I think that's probably why I wasn't exposed to the cats. If I went back, I could do it today. It's just I was very social. Of course. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I would you, talk you a lot. You marched the media on drum. That's right. Remedial. Good for you. No, no, that you, one you, class. No, you've shown, though, that it doesn't matter where you are in school or what lower situation they put you in if you're not up to the other kids standards you still made it here that's right yes and that was tell me something good yeah that's that's a good one because because okay. maybe because maybe you weren't as smart as the other kids in high school and you know what here you are no i was no as that's smart. it yeah i didn't apply yeah. myself yeah. yeah there it is i just never got to do a cat it's, it's okay amy. it's okay amy <laughs> All right, Ray, go for me. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, he didn't play good golf with the boss. Maybe next time he'll get a hole-in-one or an albatross. Bobby Bones. Oh, nice job. Nice job. I think I gave Eddie the virus. Of? I think I gave Eddie the sick. (laughs) Hey, for sure. I already know what you're talking about. Well, so Eddie came over, and we played pickleball at my house on the court, and he never played pickleball. 
And then all of a sudden, he's like, I love pickleball. Um, yeah, you like you were done, and I'm like, well, well, we're done already. Yeah, I was like, dude, we yeah, we play an hour. We got to go. I got to go. And he's like, no, 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 no more, 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 more. So it's fun, huh? It's a lot of fun. And it doesn't really hurt. You know, it's you haven't played. It's harder, but it's not nothing like tennis. It's it, basically it's like if you were three inches tall with a ping pong paddle on a ping pong table, it'd be that with that you know kind of a ball. Yeah, like that. And it's about half the court, I guess, maybe smaller than half the court. I'm, yeah. kind of score. I'm playing in a celebrity pickleball tournament tonight against Dirks Bentley in the first round. But Dirks is a member of his band named Ben, who's he's a, supposed to like an expert. Oh, no. Yeah, we're going to get crushed. I don't know. You're pretty good, dude. No, I'm telling you, there's a whole different... Like, that Ben dude is going to be awesome. Really? Chris Lane and I are playing together on a team. So is he good? I don't know. He's an athlete, though. Well, Morgan Evans and I were supposed to be on the team together. We've been, like, practicing and, like, playing. And all Training. of a sudden, they switched it out. And they were like, you and Chris Lane. Mm. And I don't want to be like, well, I don't want Chris Lane. <laughs> Because I don't know if I do or not, but I Morgan Evans like one of my friends. Yeah. But we're gonna play tonight. It's a charity thing for Make a Wish here in town, and so it, we're probably gonna get whooped. But I'm keeping my I'm gonna have to carry our team. Come can on, we come go. and heckle the other team? It's a charity thing. You definitely can come. If you we put the link up, but it's called like Dinkville. Excuse but yeah, me? there are tickets. Like, did you dink it? Oh, oh, okay, got it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and it's on top of a building. It's like the, all the really nice courts. What? Yeah. Oh, okay, we can put the. The stuff up if you guys want to come, but yeah, it's a charity thing. Dink. But, but other people there are like, there's some other celebrities playing. I don't remember who though. Morgan Evans will be there, not on my team though. Mm. Um, Eric Decker. Oh yeah, athlete. Athlete. There's some more, I'm sure. But that's all I'm. Anyway, I got Eddie's. I get Eddie a virus. Yeah, and I got it. And when are we playing again? He's itching. You want to play today? Warm me up for the tournament. <laughs> Warm you up for Warm the you up No for the because you, you're You're right I'm not that good Right you, I'll say it But I'll yet it. Yet You need to say yet I got one point on you yet. On the three games we played Yet You will get a lot better <laughs> Time to open up the mailbag You send an email And we read it on the air It's something we call Bobby's mailbag Yeah Hello Bobby Bones I'm a 35 year old woman Who's never had a serious relationship I have a great career, a nice apartment, lots of hobbies, but I feel lonely and unfulfilled. I've tried online dating, but I never seem to find anyone who shares my interests. My greatest fear is that I'm going to end up alone for the rest of my life. What can I do to find love? Signed, alone in Albuquerque. Well, people often say if you just stop, then it comes. That's not true. But (laughs) you're going to drive yourself crazy just searching all the time where you're just going to feel even more and more loneliness. So my advice to you, I was like 30 eight when I met Kaylin, I felt like I was never going to get married. I never even met anybody that I, that just wasn't a thing to me because I never even felt that way. I thought I was broken, honestly. I was like, well, I never wanted to marry anybody, never wanted to do anything. So I felt similarly until I met her. Now I had to wait 38 years, probably for the best. I think a 28 year old me would have kind of been an idiot about it. So I just say, keep doing what you're doing now to be fulfilled and don't force it because if you force it, it's going to be unnatural. And if it feels unnatural, you're just going to run from it again because, and you're also probably in some sort of cycle, whatever that is, either you're a reason that it keeps not working because all of a sudden you sabotage relationships or you don't even really know, or you have models that you watched as a kid that were not good example. I don't know what that is, but I think therapy is great too, just to understand why you have been the problem. Because you can't affect everything. You can affect people around you, but you can go and understand what's been holding you back. And maybe what's holding you back is you never met anybody. 
But I'm going to tell you, you're trying to force it. It's going to all feel unnatural. And then it's just going to be terrible. And it's going to be same cycle again. So just chill. Do whatever you like to do. And then, you know, maybe try not to say that your biggest fear is that you're going to be alone for the rest of your life. Let's just, you've said it once. Now, don't repeat that over and over in your head. Like, my biggest fear is I'm going to be alone the rest of my life. Because then that's sort of could be what you're building towards. To be like, oh, wow, I'm content, fulfilled with where I am. And I can't wait to meet someone to share my life with. But she's not fulfilled. She says it here. Yeah, I just don't believe a lot of the mantra stuff. That's not a mantra. I don't feel like if I say it. Is this going to happen? Well, she, I'm just going to work at it. No, I want her to work at that. I'm going to keep my mouth shut and I'm going to work at it. <laughs> you mentioned therapy, which I yeah. think is a good step. So she can get content with where she's at. But then I'm, I'm still just... afraid of needles. What? I don't even say it anymore, but I'm still afraid of needles. Oh, I wonder where that came from. <laughs> yeah. I won't say it. I'll stop saying it because I don't want to be afraid of needles anymore. Just check. Still afraid. <laughs> so there's like science behind it, though, of speaking more positively yeah. and not sounds like some of that crystals mumbo jumbo <laughs> nah there's that guy have you heard that I don't remember his Great name story. world series <laughs> whatever no they asked yeah, him yeah, hey yeah. he was I forget it's like the Mets versus the you've not said anything except I forget there was a story because I don't series. know this I don't know sports I just yeah. know the story so don't ask probably me the not details. the best argument then Okay, it was the World Series, and he was the pitcher, I think, and he was <laughs> interviewed, and he said, he, they said something about what's your biggest fear, and he was like, man, be missing a ground ball and like losing the game or something, and that was like two weeks before the game, and then they lost the game because he missed a ground about ball. what year was it? 70s. Yeah, you're, t- you're thinking of Bill Buckner? Yeah, the that's first it. First baseman for the Boston Red first Sox. First base? Yeah. Thought he was pitcher. Okay. okay, anyway. So anyway, uh, you got this. You know that story, alone though. now, but... Yeah, like three weeks before yeah. he said it was his biggest fear. But he also, pl- it doesn't matter. Said it out loud. When you say it out loud, it's it gives one example. it 10 times the power. Anyway, everybody, just live your life. Alone in Albuquerque, you got this. But don't call yourself alone. <laughs> she just did. <laughs> All right, that's it. Close the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Brianne Lindholm and her husband are expecting their first child, but her husband is a U.S. Marine, so he's deployed overseas in Okinawa, Japan. And while he's over there, she decided to pick up some shifts over at the Mongolian Grill. It's called the Who Hot, and she's working. She's uh, waiting at the table or whatever, and she's talking to the customer. And he, she starts saying, yeah, you know, I'm pregnant. My husband's he's in Okinawa and he has a phone, but it broke. So we haven't been able to talking to be talking lately or whatever. And so she goes off into the kitchen. The customer leaves, pays the bill. She picks up the bill, turns it around. It's eight hundred dollars in cash. And it says, well, good luck with your phone. Get a new one. And thank you for the service. Wow. Eight hundred bones. And thank you for his service. He never said that, though. I thought when I read it. Thank you for the and how (laughs) read. When I read it, I was like, oh, his service? No. Thank you for the service. That's pretty good. Like service. Right, right, right. That's a good one because they definitely didn't have to do that. That's That's awesome. That's it. Thank you very much. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. What's the game show you think you'd be best on? That's the one for you. I I always thought I'd be really good on Jeopardy, but I just hadn't really stayed like true to <laughs> trivia all the time. I still think I'm probably pretty good at Jeopardy. So I'm going to go with Jeopardy. The game would be best on, Amy. Wheel of Fortune. Lunchbox. Price is right. Eddie. The price is right. At the grocery store, dude, I dominate. Okay. What game would you be the worst on? I go Wheel of Fortune. I'm terrible at Wheel of Fortune. Amy. Jeopardy. Uh, Jeopardy. Where, where, where Amy and I switch. <laughs> 
I mean, geez, I'd get slaughtered. Eddie? Jeopardy, dude. I'm not that smart. Come on. Remember the time we went on Celebrity Family Feud and didn't get a single question? We didn't even get to go do the... Yeah. yeah. Had we never experienced that, I probably would have said Family Feud. Yeah. <laughs> but that was... Oh, I guess I should change the Family Feud. I'd be the best on that. We really got ran on that one. Uh. Okay. So here's the deal. I've been, well, I've been approached about doing uh, Celebrity Will of Fortune. <gasps> oh, my God. You have to do it. You I have to. I, I'm so bad. Oh, my God. It doesn't matter. My grandma would play with me. Mm-hmm. That was her show. And it would be like, the C blank T in the hat. And I'd be like, the cut in the hat. Oh, no. She'd be like, no. <laughs> I was so, I'm so bad at Will of Fortune. Like, I don't know if I've ever gotten one until like the very, very end. When they do that last one, it's like, okay, you automatically get these letters. E, A, apostrophe, and banana. And they give them those for free. <laughs> and then they get the other letters. I don't even, I've never even gotten close on that. So that's the game that I'm the most terrible at. And I was just asked, hey, would you want to do this and go on Celebrity Will of Fortune? And? You said? Yes. You said? IDK. Oh. When do you have to answer? I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, in the next week or so. And it doesn't mean I'm for sure going to do it because then schedule's got to work out. But they just want to know, if would you be open? I'm so bad at this, guys. I will humiliate myself on national television. I will never even get up. I'll, it'll be like, all right, spin the wheel. All right. Oh, a thousand bucks. All right, Bobby, you're up. Uh, I'm going to go with X. <laughs> X. Oh, man. <laughs> That's the kind of dumb crap that will happen. Yeah, yeah but you can train. How do you train for Wheel of Fortune? I just don't have that. Mm. It's like training to throw a fastball. Like you could probably fix your mechanics a little bit to get a look. But you ain't going from a 72 mile an hour fastball to 93. So it's do I want to be because I will come back from this. and You guys will make fun of me so bad. I just know what's going to happen. And then I have a charity I'll play for, and then they'll get no money, and then I feel like a complete loser because I went in and the charity got nothing. What I, if we switch your attitude? What if you just put my glasses on if you're so good at it? Oh. No, no, I'm saying what <laughs> if we start to believe you can do it and it will be awesome and you're going to do amazing and you're going to raise so much money? I'm not scared to do it. I'll go on. Okay. If I, okay. I just feel like okay. it's a no win for me. Oh. You're going to win. Do you get any of the money? Like, do you get half and then... No, I don't, you don't get it. Oh, that's kind of weak. <laughs> no. <laughs> then maybe don't go. On these yeah, on these versions, you don't, you don't get any money. What about money. a card? Uh, I don't think you get much. <laughs> yeah, because like at the final, it's like, oh, you know, they do the whole spin. What did you... You won the Corvette! You I think it's I mean? like, you won your charity this oh, much money. Yeah. I get like a picture of Pat Sajak or something. <laughs> but that, that's pretty much it. So, I again, I'm TBD on this. I think you should do it. I think you got to do it. I probably feel like I have to do it as well in my heart because I'm not scared of anything when it comes to going and failing. It's just, I'm so bad at it. It's like, is it worth the time? Because I'm going to have to go fly out, be there for a couple days. <sighs> I'm probably going to do it if they, if they, if I can. I'm talking myself into it now because <laughs> I just don't want to, I don't want to be the guy that, <sighs> so if I can... I'll probably do it, but we're going to have a rule here. No making fun of me if I miss it. Yeah, ooh, right. Ooh, it's going to be tough. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If, hey, blank, it'll diddle. Hmm. Hey, piddle diddle. No, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. It's hey, diddle diddle. You missed that. You're going to hear from that, us. But that's what's going to happen here. <laughs> it's going to be humiliating for me. Hey, when you get on that wheel, though, dude, you got to spin it as hard as you yeah. can. Yeah, that's the embarrassing part if you're not able to spin it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the on. problem. Is like some people like barely get <laughs> well, it around Don't put something time. else on my head that I'm going to worry about not doing it. Hey, get a good grip on that wheel. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> well, now I'm worried about that. I did spend the prices right, Will. Oh, yeah. What's that once, like? Because uh, at American Idol, they the same set they shot on. That thing's heavy. Really? Yeah, I could give it a good run. But you have to like re- <sighs> really pull it. <laughs> I love that thing. Yeah. And it ain't so easy once you go on. Again, you, we did Celebrity Family Feud. We never got the question. So I tried to cheat when I was up there. I'll be honest with you. I told wow. the story. I tried, no. look, I tried to look at his card, and I could only see the first three words on both lines. Um, I kind of remember that. And so I was reading that. it, and then he had ah! Roddick jumped in and beat me to it. Mm. And then, I don't know, I was lost completely. The moral here is, if you're going to cheat, lean all the way in. <laughs> cheat all the just way. Just look at that. Okay, I'll let you guys know what's going on. What reality show would you, would you be best on? Gosh, I guess... Amazing race because I would want to travel the world. That's a, well, that's a want to. That's though. a want. I think Survivor I'd crush because I could do manipulative stuff and then also physical stuff. I get kicked off Survivor so fast. <laughs> I get there. like I'm hungry. Like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Lunchbox. I say Survivor. Eddie. The Bachelor. Stop. Hey, watch me. But you would be the one dude fighting all the other dudes? Dude, I'd be that one dude where you're like, I don't know, he's not that good looking, but he's funny. Well, you'd make it to episode three then. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, you wouldn't make it. Like, uh, I wouldn't no, get that guy run. never wins. Oh, dang. Oh, so you'd be competing on The Bachelorette as oh, one of them? Yeah, the oh, yeah, yeah, I want to be The Bachelorette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a story about a girl on Big Brother in another country who's getting that leg lengthening procedure. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that she now is six foot tall, I think, and they had to break her legs. And so it was like $172,000 for them to break your leg, put the pole in, heal back. It's like another 30. It's like once it's all said and done, it's like $200,000. Oh, my goodness. But she wants to be tall, tall. I, I'm not going to hate on some dude who has always felt like his height has held him back. But... To be a six foot tall female, like there's no real need to be, like society hasn't said you need to be six foot tall as a woman, right? No. But yeah, no, she's been crushing. Like if Ray got one, for example. Yeah, that makes sense. Right, like three inches. We'd feel pretty good about that, right? Uh, sure. We would make fun of you because we understand you've always had anger issues toward being small. I would be walking around so awkwardly, it wouldn't even be worth it. <laughs> there's no way you get used to those legs. The legs... When they do it, they're, they like extend over the next three months by one millimeter a day. And that's how you're growing. Huh. That's crazy. So you're not just immediately with like the super long legs. <laughs> like and stilts. she went to how, how tall? What's the final? The 31 year old underwent two operations, adding an extra 5.5 inches in her height. Oh my gosh. She now stands six feet tall. That's a lot. And you want to talk about somebody who's, there's a picture over here. Her legs are so Long. It looks like that. You know what the Texas State Fair? The yeah, big tall guy, big, with the, big Tex, big Tex, mm -hmm. like legs like that long. <laughs> That's very long. Pretty crazy. All right, my cousin told me three years ago, get involved in your finances. It'll be empowering. I said, nope. That's my husband's strength, not mine. Well, then my divorce happened, and I had no choice. I remember it was about a year ago exactly that I was on stage at my live podcast in Nashville, raving about Rocket Money. It wasn't an endorsement. I was just a new fan, grateful for the help in managing my bills, budgets, and all things money with ease. Because my cousin was right. It was empowering. Something else Rocket Money does, they help you manage your subscriptions. Yep, it's a personal finance app that will find and cancel your unwanted subscriptions. It also monitors your spending, helps you lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. 
And it's pretty cool that Rocket Money has over 5 million users. That's a lot. I'm one of them. So you know you're in good hands if all these people are trusting their finances with Rocket Money. They have saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. So stop wasting money on things that you don't use. Like cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash bones. That's rocketmoney.com slash bones. Check them out. Rocketmoney.com slash bones. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. Now, this is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. If you ever felt like you were always too much this while also never being enough that, this is the podcast for you. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth, issues affecting the Latin community, and much more via my own personal stories, along with interviews with inspiring thought leaders from our community. Then, every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community that you need to know. So much of what makes our community so beautiful is our diversity, yet too often those of us who don't fit into this dumb, stereotypical box of whatever it means to be Latino are left without a voice or just forgotten about. On this show, I celebrate the uniqueness of our culture and invite you to walk in your authenticity. Listen to Life as a Gringo as a part of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This guy's walking in the woods in North Carolina with his dog, and a bear jumps out. Not a tiny bear, a pretty big bear, and the bear's like ready to go to town, eat one of them, probably the dog. So bear and dog, and you're there. Bear starts coming to the dog. Do you jump in the middle? <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. Do you jump in the middle to try to stop the bear? I think I do. Mm. That's sweet of you. I do. And I, you know, you know me, I ain't going to say I would if I wouldn't. Sometimes I'd be like, I'm out. I think I would. And I think I would. First, I try to tell a few jokes. That's, cause I was getting bullied as a lot as a kid. You tell the bear. Yeah, yeah. And I try to like diffuse them with humor. And when that didn't work. Like very nice jokes, like stuff like that. Oh, that would be really yeah. good. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's a very nice day, right? Uh-huh. Nope. Secondly, I'd probably just start chunking rocks. But I think a bear could probably run through that. Or maybe I would just distract the bear by running, like, circles. circles. Can't catch me, bear. Can't catch me, can you? I bet you can't yeah. catch me. I think I would just do something to try to distract the bear. Because I do love my dogs. But this guy, again, almost 70 years old, he's walking down trail... All of a sudden, which there's something there. It's bigger than birds. Sometimes birds, you know, what is that? 
bigger than birds. And so out comes the head and then the rest of the body of a big old bear oh. was attracted to the dog. The bear suddenly appeared lunge for the dog. The dog was on a leash, one of those retractable leashes. He yanked him back. Yeah, that's good. So, well, now he's got to decide. Does he run with the dog? Bear can catch you. Or does he stop and try to make sure the bear does So he grabs a stick and just starts like swinging it in front of him, which is crazy. And so, he, you know, he's I, that feels like a ninja. I was a kid. I'd take a stick and be like a ninja. But bear didn't like that. Bear walked away. That was it. Nobody was eating. Wow. This guy could have gotten killed. Oh, for sure. Maulin. Mauled. Yeah. As many times as we talked about what you're supposed to do when you encounter a bear, I don't know why I can't remember. You're supposed to be strong and stand up. Okay. I don't know how to do her. Okay. But I'm not doing that. But but if that's what the experts say to do. Yeah, experts aren't right in front of a bear and it's time for me to run. If If it's just me and not the dog or not somebody I'm protecting... I'm probably going to just sl- slowly back away. Mm-hmm. Back, because they can run. Yeah, vast. And I'm just going to keep going until I find the machine gun left in the woods. <laughs> oh, it's quite the scenario. It is, yeah. I'd like to go to like that just in case. Yeah, I'm getting out of there. I ain't running, but I'm, I'm, I'm slowly getting out of Dodge. Quickly. So that was the first story. Would you save your dog in that same situation, Amy? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Sorry, little pooch. No chance. My dog volunteers as tribute. (laughs) Says, you save yourself. I'll go down for you. Yeah, I mean, oh, when you're no talking way. Life, you throw the, you look, throw the dog at it. Yeah, I toss no. the dog. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, but lifespan of my dog versus <sighs> us. You That's know? tough. Uh, okay, Eddie, what's happening near you? So my neighbors, check this out. This is crazy. They moved out about a month ago, put their house up for sale and everything. I saw realtors come in like a week after they you know, put it on the market. They came in, they painted the house and all that stuff. And then I never saw anyone again. Like nothing. No cars in the driveway. Nothing. But in the middle of the night, sometimes the blinds are open. Sometimes the blinds are shut. So one night, my son and I, we saw at the same time a light turned on in the kitchen while we were walking the dog. And I was like, someone's in there. I feel like there's squatters in there. And I don't know. I don't have the guts to knock on that door or find out if they're in there or not. But I'm telling you, there's movement in that house. And nobody should be there. No, I even called my neighbors who moved like mm-hmm. to another side of town. And they're like, no. no well, shouldn't no they should go check then? I, I think they're scared too. This just happened the other day, and we're like, I don't know what to do. Lunchbox, what would you do here? I think you knock on the door. I just think you knock on oh. With cookies? Like, <laughs> yeah. hey, new neighbors. Exactly. You act like they're new neighbors, or you're just like, oh, do you have any ketchup I can borrow? Just trying to check and see, like, you don't know what's going on. Like, <laughs> Is that a thing where people now <laughs> go and order, like, borrow ketchup? Because we have delivery services now. You can mostly just take. You know, type it in. Yeah, I borrowed sugar the other day. Yeah, you can borrow stuff yeah. from the neighbors. Yeah, for you guys. Yeah. 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 I didn't do it back in the day. I don't do it now. I feel like I'm bothering people. <laughs> but, Eddie, how much to do that? No, no, wait, no, wait, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm we, out. We send lunchbox. I'm down. Let's do that. And his neighbor, though. Yeah, yeah, but he does this kind of stuff. Yeah. He likes doing this stuff. Whenever we have problems with, like, the cable, he goes, I'll call him. I'll get you free cable. Same thing. I'll deal with your squatters. So what it sounds like is Eddie's scared. He's oh, a sissy. Absolutely. I'm okay. terrified. A sissy. I mean, what if there's a whole family living Who in there? Who says sissy anymore? <laughs> Lunchbox. My <laughs> uncle in 1987. You have to go during the day, though. Well, they're probably at work. Oh. Well, hold on. Here's the thing. Do you, 
Do they work? If you're squatting. <laughs> I don't think you're crushing your nine to five. Oh, you don't think? I don't think so. No, 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 no. There's no car though. No. Uh-uh. No cars. Nothing. So how do they, they come? Do you ever see them walk down the street? Nope. How do they get food? Nope. I'm telling you, I don't see anyone go in and out of that house. All I see is the lights turn on or blinds going up and down. And it's and I never see the blind move. I just see like, oh look, the blinds are up today. And then I look later and it's like blinds are closed. Could have been that weird. the house was shown by a realtor that day and they opened and closed it. I've asked my wife, I'm like, have you seen anyone come by? She's like, no. Do you ever see the very, very this is gonna be a weird question, the very, very top of someone's head in there? No. They could, if they're squatting, you can't really see them. <laughs> oh, good. Really yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, the next time you see something fishy happen, let yeah. us know. I got just the guy we can send over there. Love it. Not this time, because it might be that, Amy, that somebody's being shown the house. Mm -hmm. But you see one more thing we're going to... Because okay. Lunchbox went to my place once to look for squatters. No, yeah. Yeah, you did? What'd you I find? I did. I found nothing. I went to the golf club up on the roof. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's a whole thing. Um, it's a whole situation. It yeah. is live on the air, right? Yeah. We, so hey, dumbest thing ever. You could have died. <laughs> but we're like... <laughs> We're going live with it. Eddie, do you have cameras at your house? Yeah, yeah. Lots okay, of can you point one towards their house? Well, that might mm -hmm. be creepy. No. It just, then you have footage because you're not always home. That's a good point. Yeah. Or I just stay up all night. No. Steak out. Steak out. Steak Here's a voicemail from April. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I am so excited that you guys had Kimberly Perry from the band Perry, now TBP. I absolutely loved the interview, and I love her new song. And thank you so much for having her on. I've been wondering what was going on with her and her brothers and the band. So, anyway, love the Bobby Bones show. Thank you. Thank you, April. Yeah, she was super cool. I mean, I knew Kimberly from back in the day, but she was always with her brothers. Wasn't ever like Kimberly and I were just chilling ever one on one. Then there were times where I would be with them and we'd be somewhere. But yeah, it's a little weird for her to be by herself after mm -hmm. all that time. Um, but yeah, it was a great interview. I thought she was super generous with her answers, and we just went right to it. Do you hate him? She said, "Yeah," and then we moved on. <laughs> she didn't say that. I'm just kidding. The whole interview though is up on Friday's Bobby Bone Show podcast, so you guys go check it out. Here is Leanne from Louisville, Kentucky. Our fine city has just celebrated the 149th running of the Kentucky Derby. My thoughts are, you guys should come to the Kentucky Derby next year. There's so much going on all week long. You could do the show from Kentucky. The Kentucky Derby, it's a great way to celebrate the first Saturday in May. We appreciate that invite. Let's go. Is that an official invite yeah. from the Derby, yeah. though? Not yeah. just her who's saying you should. As a kid, I went to a lot of horse racing. We'd sneak in Oaklawn Park. You get in like 13 or 14, and you could get in then. You just had to walk by an adult for the most part, but you couldn't bet until you were 18 or maybe 21. Didn't matter. We weren't either one. But so, and you go and you give an adult three bucks to make a $2 bet for you. Sometimes Ooh. they would just do it straight up. It had to be what like buying beer was like when you were underage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You give them a couple extra bucks and they buy you the beer and they give it to you illegally. But we would get somebody to go and make the bets for us because $2 was the minimum bet. So you give them two bucks, be like, hey, can you make a bet for me? Man, I don't know. Okay, here's a dollar for you. Okay, that's mostly, <laughs> mostly how it would work. And so spent a lot of time to horse races as a kid. The thing about the Kentucky Derby is I don't know anything about horses. I never knew anything then about horses. I don't follow horse racing. I think the event would be fun. And I'm not quite famous enough to get invited to like the part where you get to like have drinks and stuff. Yeah. yeah, with a, some, something new. space. Because <laughs> I want to wear a hat. In space, you know, mm. there's like arm <laughs> space and stuff. I don't want to go around and like come away with it with the flu or something. There's just too many people there. I'm oh. not a big crowd guy. 
So one day, if I ever get famous enough to get invited to like the fancy part, we're all in. All right. Yeah. Don't be so excited, everybody. That's probably because you know it ain't ever going to happen. Uh, okay. Thank you for that. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Airbnb is rolling out a new budget-friendly option. Share a bed. <laughs> spin, spin the wheel. So you, Honestly, yeah. that's probably next. This is called Airbnb Rooms, where it allows you to rent a private room in the same home as the host, and the host is home. And, you know, it's like $67 a night as opposed to maybe 200 So it's just a bedroom. Yeah. It's like a bed and breakfast, but... Right. But I mean, I just feel like this is murders waiting to happen. At, at, at the Winslow's <laughs> normal house instead of like a big old school bed and breakfast type house. Like being in the room's okay, but can you imagine just walking downstairs? Well, and- yeah, are there are rules on that. You, you can filter when you're looking for a search. You can make sure you uh, get a room that has a, a locked door and then you could get your own private bathroom. But I guess that you'd probably have to pay a little more for that. <laughs> I just bring my own lock. I, I don't know. I guess if I mean it's a good deal if you need somewhere to stay for this I totally get it. But I would fear for the homeowner more so than the person staying there because if a person has access to the house while they're there it's also their house that they're currently living in where the other way you kind of take your pictures down or it's a house that you get just for this you your valuables you put if you're just living in your house your watches oh, yeah. are just chilling mm-hmm. somebody could do this case the house for 60 bucks that's an investment yeah. you, you spend the 60 to case then you come back when they're gone take it all I don't know it does feel like that seems a little dangerous <laughs> yeah, I'm worried. You're right. You're. I. I. I was only thinking about it, like as me as a guest and yeah. how I fear for my life. But you're right. The homeowner's just the same. Some you, the person that's staying in your house, walking around, taking pictures of like your different windows <laughs> and locks. <laughs> that it does seem a little weird, mm-hmm. but I'm sure it'll be the next big thing. Go ahead. Uh, police are issuing a warning about this game. It's called Assassins, and kids are playing it where. They have water guns and they go around the neighborhood and they have set targets that they're supposed to get. And if they get the target, yay, they win. But the problem is they're going around neighborhoods all dressed in black with water guns that look like real guns. And police are like, hey, could we could we, could we find a well, new game? This is the rule <laughs> I would make if I were King Bobby of America. I would say, okay, the Assassin's game itself is fine because we've always played shoot 'em up. There are video games. However, if you're playing, you must play with one of those yellow and green super soakers. Oh, yeah, yeah. That way we know that's not a real gun. It's got to be, you know, huge. Big, Neon. And you got to, it's got to be, have a pump on it. Right. <laughs> if it's that, then you can keep playing the game. Otherwise, no go, and we'll put you in jail minimum 10 years. Ooh, dang. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Or you just stay confined in your backyard and play. <laughs> that game sucks. Backyard assassins with nobody. That sucks. All right. What else? Okay. Uh, June Carter Cash's home is for sale, at least, I guess, one where she lived even before she married Johnny Cash. It's $3.5 million, and people like Patsy Cline and Elvis Presley used to hang out here, so you know it's got some history. It was built in 1925, four bedrooms, three and a half baths, 3,000 square feet, and it's in a Nashville suburb of Madison, if anyone's interested. Boy, they must only be selling it at that price because it's June Carter's old house. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at it. It's it's, It's nice. Yeah. Yeah, you, it used to be the style. It looks like it's from obviously the 70s. It's like red brick, and I like red brick, but it's like old, mm. dated red brick. And there is a sign out front that's one of those historic 
June Carter. I mean, that's kind of oh, cool. cool. First thing I do is take that down. Now people come and look at my take a picture. Of me. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Tourist attraction. Yeah, screw that. <laughs> and then and yes, but also and it's also with- in Madison, yeah, which is not super close to Nashville. I've been to Madison a bunch. It is not like you can just hop down to Broadway. <laughs> Trisha, you know what house is up to? Oh, for sale, yeah. Mm-hmm. The one that she has owned and the one that she shot her show in for like four million bucks oh, wow. or something. Yeah. Yeah. I this June Carter Cash house is cool. Well, it but comes with land too, thirteen acres, so Yeah, that's good. Any yeah. Elvis's hair or anything? I mean, I need something. It's gotta be on there somewhere. So, yeah. All right, is that it? Yep, I'm Amy, that's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With lunchbox. Tell me something good. Nora Gooden is a 14-year-old from Knoxville, Tennessee, and she has a rare genetic disorder, and she wanted to go to her first concert ever, and her parents for her 14th birthday surprised her with tickets to go see Taylor Swift! Woohoo! So she got to go to the show at Nissan Stadium in Nashville, and the ushers blocked off a whole section for her, moved her seats because her seats were partially blocked, so she'd get a good view and no one would bother her, and she got to enjoy the show. That's pretty cool. They did all that. Is she to me Taylor or anything? Do you know? Because I saw this thing all over the news. I'm assuming, I don't know this, I'm assuming something happened. Man, I would assume, because she has to have a breathing machine, so they had to yeah, have all sorts yeah. of stuff, but they didn't say anything about her meeting Taylor Swift. From what I know but about that camp and that crew, I bet you something cool happened other than just all the other cool things that were just happening. Mm-hmm. But that's super cool. Everybody's helping her out. Love it. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. This is Joel from San Marcos, Texas. I was wondering, whenever you had Amy's psychic cousin on and you asked her if you were going to host ACM or not, and she said yes, I'm just curious if that has come into fruition because you said you were a Dolly sidekick for hosting. So, yeah, just curious. Let me know if it counts. Let me know what you think. I think there's a lot of things been misunderstood here. First of all, did she say I was going to host the ACM? I don't remember that. I don't know if it was specifically this year, but at some point. Okay. And no, I am not a host. Garth Brooks, ever heard of him? And Dolly Parton <laughs> are the two hosts. I am basically their sidekick, and I'll be backstage talking to folks a few times during the show. And I'm also doing a lot of the voiceover stuff that's like, welcome to the ACM Awards tonight. Da, 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 da. That oh, that's kind of thing. cool. Yeah, it is cool. It's By the way, let me say this, a little plug here. Thursday night. Amazon Prime, you don't have to have an account to watch. For free, all you got to do is get on the app. It'll be there for free. That being said, I'm not your typical big voice guy. I don't try to be. And so I'm just doing me. And then, I, you know, hey, hey, can you do it a little, a little deeper? Yeah, they want that voice of well, God. Well, I don't have that voice. But yes. <laughs> so what exists? is your voice of God? Nothing. This is it. You oh. can't go deeper? But I feel like. This is it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just do me. And it is what it is. But yes, I'm doing the big intro. Yeah, tonight, Dolly, go. And here are all the people that are on the show. And I list them all out. Performance is by. And then I do the Entertainer of the Years when they come out. That's you know, cool. As an intro. That's awesome. I do. So there's some stuff that I'm, but I am not the host. Dolly and Garth, ever heard of them? Yes. They're the host. We've heard of them. Okay, good. Thank you for that question, though. But I don't think she ever said the host this year. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Okay, let's go over to Amy and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. Why did the duck go to the chiropractor? Why did the duck go to the chiropractor? To get his back quacked. (laughs) 
<laughs> that was the morning corny. I give it a thumb up and a half. I like that one. That's a pretty good one. Eddie thinks he has a squatter living next door to him. Nobody lives in the house, but it looks like somebody's living in the house. So this is not one of the answers, but we found this poll. The most annoying things our neighbors can do. Can you name the top 10? Everybody has neighbors-ish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How annoying are yours? Scale of one to ten, Amy. No, one. Didn't you have a Two. neighbor who had a big party? Huge, but they gave us a heads up. Very loud. Cars everywhere. But they sent an email giving a heads up, so I thought that was really thoughtful. You knew what to expect. Music was good too. So as long as they tell you, it doesn't That's matter good. what they do. Oh, not doesn't matter what they do, but yeah, if you're throwing a big party, yeah. I think it's really nice to say, hey, music's going to be loud. There's going to be cars, but we promise to have everybody gone by eleven. Lunchbox neighbors. Ah oh, man, right now my neighbors probably on one side a six, <laughs> the other one a four. On the annoying scale. Mm-hmm. What are you to them? <laughs> oh, that's a great Ooh. question. Oh, probably a, a one. Yeah. I mean. Perfect neighbor. Perfect neighbor. I mean, three kids loud me. I mean, nothing could go wrong. Dog. Eddie? Oh, zero. Except unless I have squatters. Because mm, nobody's there. <laughs> right. That's right. Okay, we roll the dice. Eddie, you get to go first. Come on. Top ten answers on the board. The most annoying things our neighbors can do. Eddie, go. Oh, when they invite themselves over. When they invite themselves over, show me unwelcomed invitation. Love it. What? And the number one pick was that? Not on this. I'm saying by him. him. Yeah, wow. I thought it was yeah. pretty good. He missed that one. Amy. Huh. Being loud. <laughs> Being loud. I'm going to need you to be uh, more specific. Okay, loud music. All right, show me loud music. Blasting music is at number two. Lunchbox. A no. poll found that these are the most annoying things our neighbors can do. Can you name one of the top ten? No, Amy gets to keep going. And I'm, I'm moving away. I'm just kidding. Yes. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Amy, go ahead. Okay. Well, if I had to be specific about loud, let's go with. Gosh, if they had a loud, annoying car, that'd be bad. A loud, annoying car. Show me loud car. Lunchbox. Yeah. Yard work at odd times. 6 a.m., 7 a.m., uh, or too late at night. Yard work, odd times. Inappropriate timing of yard work. What? That was your number one? Got him. It was, huh. a, it was like fifth huh. pick, actually, because Amy got one. You got none. But, but fifth would have meant his wouldn't have mattered. And the one that she missed, you wouldn't have had. So it's probably your second pick. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. loud music was uh, my first. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Eddie, back over to you. All right. Eddie, these are, points are doubled. I'm going to go much better on this one. Much better guess. Looking over the fence. Like Wilson. What in the world? Like being... Like being yeah, a nosy, tall. a nosy neighbor. Nosy, got it. Show me nosy neighbor. <laughs> okay. What about neighbors that have parties? Like loud parties? Like loud music? Well, no. Loud? Sometimes you just have a party where there's people congregating outside. They talk loud. They're there till 2 a.m. Double points if she's right. Show me throwing parties. Throwing house parties at number six. So, All right, Amy, you're up again. Okay. Well, we're not very good at knowing what annoying neighbors do. Think of stuff that like okay. you do. But, I, but I'm not an annoying neighbor. No, I mean, we never think we are. Okay. They 
have lights, like bright lights. That's good. That's actually good. <laughs> bright lights. Bright lights that cut like lights. That's not bad. Oh. Oh. Lunchbox. Guys, we're thinking wrong here. Obviously. What do they do? Their yard is a mess. Trashy house, trashy yard. Um. They don't upkeep their property, so it makes you, uh, ugh, makes yours feel crappy. Show me a messy outside or not mowing. That's good. Number nine. Yeah. Oh. That's worth 18 points. Woo! All right, go ahead, Lunchbox. You're still holding the stick there. Hmm. Lunchbox in the lead, by the way. 18 to 14 to Eddie's. <laughs> Zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what I don't like is the chatty Kathy always stopping you to chat. You get out of your car. Oh, how you doing? And they keep you outside for five minutes. You go out to get the mail. Oh, how's it going? Oh, my gosh. Always trying to chat. Chatty Kathy. Chatty Kathy. Uh, that's a good try. All right, punch and triple. Eddie, you need triple. Really tough. All right, there you go. I was saving it for this round. I figured. Hey, don't we hate it? When they park their car in front of your house. Come on, Bones. Mm -hmm. Give me those points. Show me inappropriate parking. Yeah! Parking That's cars. the number one answer worth three points. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Wow. Wah, wah. That's not good. That's not good. <laughs> new, okay. That's funny. That's hey, funny. Whoa, whoa. I'm on the board. A new poll found the, the most annoying things our neighbors can do. Can you name? There are five, one, two, three, six left. I got one. You told me to shift the thinking on what you do versus what neighbors. I was just saying that, Eddie. I got one. Yeah, go ahead. When they call the cops on you. Bunch of losers. What in the world? When they call the cops on you. Stupid yeah. neighbors calling the cops on us. What? What's been going on over your place, know, Eddie? I don't know. <laughs> I just, you know, yeah. you know, loud parties, Bones. <laughs> Show me the popos. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, close, man. Eddie, yeah, you're out of there. All right. You did not win. Okay. All right, Amy. Now, you need the points. Any of these puts you in the lead. The most annoying things our neighbors can do. Six answers left on the board. When they take liberty to <laughs> pick something in our yard without asking or do something, they, you know, I don't know how to say that, but you know what I'm saying? And they mow your yard for you or, or something? like they, yeah, or they remove a bush or they don't understand property lines. Remove a bush? <laughs> Who does that? The, when they do your yard work, I what you say, say yeah. man, that sounds like a great neighbor. Or, or clean up your yard. Oh, wow, it be, gets worse and worse. It doesn't even have to be a bush. And they drop off a bag of money on your porch. Oh, no. Wow. Wow. When they do something on your property to that they think will make it be better. Show me that terrible answer. <laughs> that, that well, I, terrible. I, I'm sorry, Amy. I didn't mean it. Hey, I got it. I'm not... <laughs> That just sounded so positive, you know? I know, but it would be annoying. We we debate that often here. Like We do? It's come up over the years. Of like, <laughs> should I mow my neighbor's ah. yard for them? Because it could be nice, but they also might get offended. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lunchbox, you've already won, but would you like yeah. to get victory lap I, here? I have a couple that I want to guess, but okay. I don't know which one's good. Well, it doesn't matter. You already won, so give yeah, it to but, us. Okay. Broken down cars. They got crappers milling up their driveway in their yard. They have the broken down car that just sits there. Isn't that the number one answer? No, yeah. no, no. he's thinking like something on blocks. Yes. That's in, not inappropriate in parking. Or, I don't think it's the same. It's not okay. on there, but... Okay, leaving yeah. their trash cans out. Yeah, I have that. Leaving trash cans out. Uh, oh, oh, yard oh. tips. They tell you how you can improve Ooh, your yard. That's good. Oh my Dang, God. they don't even do it like Amy said. Oh my gosh, I have it. Go. Like loud dogs. Barking dogs. Oh, uh, 
number three answer. Yeah. Ah, dang. Annoying kids. Show me kids. Wow. Now, now we get it. I thought of that. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't think about it until Amy said the dogs. I'm like, well, my kids are loud. Mm. There are still four left. Lunchbox is already won. We'll play his theme song in a second. Any other guesses? What else? Uh, uh, oh, don't pick up the dog poop. Show me that. Number 10 oh, answer. I do that. I yeah. am that guy. <laughs> I, just, I just clicked when Bobby's like, That's good. what do you do? Yes. I'm like, I don't pick yes. up poop. Now we're on it. Wow. Let's go. Okay. Anything else? Oh, what about if you use their trash can? Like, yours is full, so you go and dump Ooh. your trash in there. Oh, I do that sometimes. All right, the final three are fighting and shouting. Like in your house or uh, their house. Like domestics. Yeah, domestic. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's pretty bad. <laughs> I guess we could put the cops in that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. Number seven, slamming doors. Although, that seems like a little far. Yeah, I was like, how would you hear that? Then number eight, turning up TV so loud your neighbors can hear it. Oh, that's weird. Never had that happen in my life. Eddie, we're hoping those aren't squatters next to you. Lunchbox, <laughs> you. you are the winner. Play that song. And they stay there. And they stay there. You know his voice. His, if he's in the hallway, his voice cuts through the walls. Lunchboxes. You know his neighbors hear him. Oh, oh yeah. for all sure. Oh, I hear my neighbors say it all the time. Oh, we hear you outside. They <laughs> hear me all the time. I mean, your voice <laughs> travels through hard things. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't matter. Car doors, mm-hmm. uh, this supposedly soundproof door. I mean, Our one of my neighbors trucks. Work, yeah, yes. one of my neighbors works from home, too. And so all the time. <laughs> got meetings and stuff. Yeah. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. Now, this is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. If you ever felt like you were always too much this while also never being enough that, this is the podcast for you. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth issues affecting the Latin community, and much more via my own personal stories, along with interviews with inspiring thought leaders from our community. Then, every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community that you need to know. So much of what makes our community so beautiful is our diversity, yet too often those of us who don't fit into this dumb, stereotypical box of whatever it means to be Latino are left without a voice or just forgotten about. On this show, I celebrate the uniqueness of our culture 
culture and invite you to walk in your authenticity. Listen to Life as a Gringo as a part of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation. I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, she probably regrets this. There's a 23-year-old girl in Pennsylvania. She wasn't going to graduate college. And everybody thought, oh, she's graduating college. Good for her. And so they're all making plans to go to graduation. Well, she's embarrassed because she's not graduating college, and they all think that she is. So she's like, what can, oh, no. what can I do? What can I do to cover it up? So, all right. Her name is Chloe. She was reported missing after she vanished from a Sonic. She texted her boyfriend that night. She was pulled over by police. While driving on this road, there's really nobody on the road, real desolate area. And then she went missing for the next 20 hours. So police, because they got the text, and the boyfriend, parent, they called. They issued a missing endangered person advisory, and they went looking for her. They launched the full search. Now, again, graduation's coming up. She'd rather do this than have to tell them that she didn't graduate. (laughs) In a weird way, I get it. Yeah, it's a no, you get it, but thing. no, you don't. Hold on. You don't. No, no. You would not do this, though. You may get it, but you would never do it. So the state trooper, Steve Lamani, said the police received a tip about 8 p.m. the next day. Hey, go check uh, one of her friend's houses. So she went. The cops went. There she was. She then told police that she was abducted. At gunpoint by a masked man. Oh, okay, okay, and was has- eventually released near her home. <laughs> no, 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 that's too much. She just, kept, she just elevated it. She doubles down, then triples down. Later, she admitted she made the whole story up. Ugh. She faces a slew of charges, including false alarm to the agency of public safety, false reports, disorderly conduct, obstruction of the administration of law, and other government functions. That's from the New York Post. She faked her abduction to avoid graduation embarrassment. I mean, the cover-up is worse than the crime, baby. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Like, all the things that you did to cover it up far exceeds the trouble or the disappointment you'd have got into if you'd have been like, I'm be honest with you, I quit school. I didn't finish. It's, And then she went, yeah, gunman. Because if you're going to admit it, here's (laughs) the thing. That's crazy. If you're going to admit it at some point, because you are, because they're going to figure it out. If you're going to admit it, admit it after they come and you're at your buddy's house. They're like, look, I just said that because... I screwed up and I didn't graduate because other than that, that's just her texting somebody saying, I got pulled over and then just gone. Not a big crime there. She didn't put the advisory out, but as soon as she says a masked man, mm-hmm. <laughs> because you know what? This spoils it for everybody who is robbed yeah. by a masked man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And take it from me. I've been robbed by a masked man before. 
So, and I want people to believe me, dang it. And here she is spoiling that. I mean, how bad did her parents want her to graduate college? Well, I don't know what that family's like. <laughs> well, okay. That's my expectations there. I can speak from a little bit of experience here with, because I, my, I remember having to call my dad to tell him that I, I don't remember what we call it, unenrolled from the semester. Quit. <laughs> that's how you, that's how you say it. You quit school. No, I just stopped. Yeah. So there was one semester where it got really <laughs> difficult for me and I had to call my dad and I am very thankful that he paid for my college and so I don't know if that's her similar situation where they think they're paying for it and then I had to call and tell him and he I mean honestly he handled it okay but then it caused me to graduate late I still got to walk across the stage though with my class I just I got an empty diploma or empty tube did you think about I don't know Mass no. gunman. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that works for a second. That's like temporary. Yeah, but no, but making the call is hard. Oof. It's yeah. hard. You know what's harder? <laughs> what she's going through now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. I just I had some growing up to do. I tell you though, creative, if she has to do like possibly a degree in like creative writing, mm. maybe they <laughs> give her you know, because of your success in life being creative, we shall give you this diploma. Anyway, read that, thought it was nuts. If you ever lied about getting out of something, like some crazy lie, you can call us. I'd love to hear those stories. Back when, I mean, I don't know, 28, 29, and I would start to date. I, nobody ever really wanted to date me till I had any sort of success. I know, crazy, huh? You look at me and you're like, what a treat. But I never, nobody wanted to date me till I had any, any, any success at all. And so, but then I would say, okay, I'm going to do this. And then I wouldn't want to go. And I'd be like, hey, I just got in a car wreck. Let me, uh, let me call you back. And then I call back like an hour later. Oh, I don't think this car is going to be able to move. I'm going to have to cancel. I never asked another question. <laughs> never even asked to see the car. I don't know. But that's what I would say sometimes. Did it's stupid. Cancel a date? Yeah, yeah. I really went overboard. I was about to go mass gunman, but I never had to go that far. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that was dumb and childish. Right. And I would never do that again, mostly because I'm married. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> yes. Uh, 877-77-BOBBY. There's a story of this woman, and she went missing five days or so. And this one's real. Not like the woman who didn't want to admit she didn't graduate. But she was missing for like five days, and she doesn't drink. But she was taking some wine over to like her mom's. But when her car broke down, she was in a real isolated part. So for five days, she just drank wine and ate lollipops she had in her car. Mm. Some people would say rough time. Some people would say that's party. Wow. That's legit. Yeah, that's that's five days of a party. Vacation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wine and lollipop. Not bad. But did she, she survived, obviously. The only liquid that Lillian had who doesn't drink was a bottle of wine that she had a gift for her mom. And then she did have an impromptu survival kit. She was planning on a short day trip and had only taken a couple snacks with her. No water. She was able to use her car's heater overnight to give her some warmth. But she lived. And there's a picture of her when they finally see her. And she's got her arms up in the air like, it's me. <laughs> she drunk. It's me. <laughs> so that's a crazy one too, man. Uh, let me go talk to Buddy in South Carolina. Hey, Buddy. What's going on? Hey, good morning, studio. Morning. Uh, so uh, when I was in elementary school, um, I had a, a little situation with a bully. And a friend of mine and I were out riding golf carts one afternoon, and he got too close to his dad's truck, and I had my arm draped over the side of the seat. Well, my arm got smashed in between the seat and the bumper of the truck. So it ended up being something I had to go to the doctor about. My mom was asking me, how, you know, how'd you get this injury? And I told her that the bully pushed me into the toilet in the uh, bathroom. 
And so we went through this whole deal with the doctor. Doctor says, yeah, it's probably going to have a permanent indention there. It looks like the muscle got pushed up. And so all these years went by. And uh, finally, after, you know, having kids and being married, I finally told my mom the truth about what happened, and she just was like livid. I can't believe you did that. We could have gone to jail for insurance fraud and all of this. So that was my oh man, my big lie to cover <laughs> up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my bully situation. You know, I didn't think about I the, my bully under the bus. Yeah, I didn't think about the insurance fraud part. Yeah, because that's for real. But I thought she was going to go beat up the bully or something. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. that is well. Thank you for sharing that story and. It's funny that your mom would still be mad because I would be. I would just feel like I felt right then, at least for a second. Like, wait, what? Even though it was 25 years ago, just for a second, I think I'd be irritated. Uh, thank you for the call, buddy. I appreciate that. Do anything. Have a good one. Take yeah, you care. too. See you later, man. All right, time for the news. Bobby's Big Stories. The reason that people can sense your mood just through a text or a post is because emotions now have the ability to we know people so well that even if you just post like a a simple line with no punctuation we're like oh bad mood good mood oh so now that's what they're saying they can sense your mood just by a text or a post i mean think about me if i text you something although you know i will say there's not a lot of energy (laughs) they're all the same and they're all typo filled (laughs) (laughs) i would think okay so back in the day day if i get an email from you i used to think oh Gosh, like when I first started and started get to know you, I was like, I don't, I, he's like, he's mad. I think he's mad about something. And then I realized that's just how you communicate. Simple, mm-hmm. to the point, don't waste time. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, cool. And no misunderstanding. Right. There's no way you can misunderstand what I'm saying because I've said one sentence in a line with direct, mm-hmm. which is not the best way to communicate anymore. And I've tried to be a little bit better than that. And I'm talking better. about work you. Yeah, yeah, Because like uh, when I- Because other me like yeah. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a little bit of a difference. Yeah, so- most people can sense your mood through a text or a post. Researchers say that if you're in a negative mood when you text others, they're likely to pick up on your mood. And if it's negative, they'll experience degrees of bad mood themselves. Oh, yeah, energy. The same is true with social media. Emotions like happiness, sadness, anger, they spread just as quickly. That's from the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. Boy, there are some people, though, that get on Facebook and even Twitter a little bit. And they're like, man, I guess today's just going to be a sad one. And they don't say what it is. And they just post that so people will post back like, oh, we're here for What's wrong? Like, at least tell us what it is. You're going to be vague. Why is it going to be a sad one, right? Is it your kids going to kindergarten for the first time? Is it you got a proctology exam? I don't know what it is, but let us know. Because people are always like, prayers, but you don't know what you're praying for. Mm. What if it's something evil? Next thing you know, you're caught up in an evil prayer and you had no idea. (laughs) They're asking for an evil prayer. Exactly. Like, they may have to go and, and... Steal someone's dog from a backyard they've always wanted. Pray for me. Pray, and, and people are like, I send you prayers. You need to know what you're praying for. Good point. Next up, masks. But in the case of allergies are a real, real thing. And they say this will work so much. If your allergies are affecting you big time around this part of the year, those N95 masks are game changers for allergies and allergens. If they are really bad. First of all, they say hire someone to mow your yard or rake your leaves because that's it. That's ground zero. That's, you want all up in your nose. But two, if the trees, if the pollen, if all the stuff is in the air and it does bother you really bad, wear a mask because that for sure will help. That's from Bottom Line Health Magazine. 
Now, you may have people going, oh, look at the woke loser. But you're like, hey, woke loser with no allergies, baby. <laughs> I don't even have any masks anymore in the house, I don't think. I have lots. Does anyone require? <laughs> yes, the doctor does. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to a doctor. The doctor does. And they require masks. And I go in and just, I'm like, I throw a fit. <laughs> I don't want to wear one. <laughs> this is stupid. This is stupid. <laughs> Even though I, I don't problem, I, I was wearing masks before the pandemic on um, airplanes because I wanted people to see me wearing a mask and think possibly I was sick and they'd sit somewhere else. <laughs> that was your plan. Oh yeah, in Southwest I was like, I, I grabbed the window seat, put on a mask, and just be like, hey, how's it going? I even talk on my nose full. Hey, but how's it going? <laughs> like you're congested. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'd be surprised at how many seats were left empty. These are the worst dental mistakes you can make for your teeth. Number one, obviously, is neglecting oral hygiene. Number two, and I've done this, and I have broken teeth doing this, and I still do it sadly sometimes, is treating your teeth as tools. Oh, like opening open something? And- oh, I don't oh. open stuff with my teeth. You don't? Like, like a can? Like you? a can? <laughs> if your fingers can't get underneath that. You the- do your teeth? Sometimes, yeah. That is... What? Yeah, like I get my front teeth, and I I, I don't open no. it all the way. Listen, I don't open it all the way, wow. but I, I get enough to where okay, it's now I can oh, use my. I hands. thought I was dumb. I will if there's a tag, <laughs> like a thread tag on a shirt or something. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't have a knife. I'll just kind of, you know, kind of rub my teeth together until it snaps. When yeah. you're fishing, oh. cut the line. With your yeah, teeth. oh, that all the time. Yeah, for sure. I probably shouldn't, but then I get a little flossy right. too with it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, using tobacco. Filing down your teeth. Oh, who does that? Filing oh. that has to hurt so bad. Mm. Filing down your teeth. Not drinking enough water is mm. bad for your teeth. Chewing on ice, biting your fingernails, going too far with DIY whitening, and skipping regular dental visits from Fox News. I have a good dentist, but I skip the old regular. <laughs> oh, I what is that? Uh, once a year? Twice a year? Should hey, be twice. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. I'm. I'll just text him because I know him now. He's been on our show a bunch, and I'll just be like, hey. My tooth is killing me. And he's like, uh, okay, well, come on in. Did you come in for your checkup? No, 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 no. No. <laughs> no. The last time I was in was when I had an emergency. So, yeah, I do that. I shouldn't do that. A school is shut down after an incident. Not a shooting, which happens a lot, but a mm-hmm. fart spray incident. What? What? Fart spray? A fart spray prank at a Texas school ended up sending ki- six kids to the hospital. Whoa. Let me look up this fart spray. On Friday, fire officials announced that a student confessed to bringing a highly concentrated prank stink spray called ah. Hens Got Fart Spray and then aired it out. Three days later, investigators responded to the smell of gas, but they didn't know what kind of gas. Despite the smell, classes resumed. And the student prankster finally was like, yeah, it was me. But only after the classmates went to the hospital <laughs> because they had headaches from the smell. Oh, my. They thought it was like gas. like uh, leaking. Yeah. You guys never did stink bombs? No. Yeah. Those were- I didn't get in trouble as a kid. No, no, no. I mean, it's like somebody did that you in You mean school. like adults? Those are fun. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh. Like other kids would do it. I never did the oh, stink they, bombs. Yeah, there were stink bombs. They're like capsule things that right. step yeah. on the hallway. And they smell like rotten eggs. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I would know when they were coming, but I would never do them. Oh, no, I never did I couldn't it. afford to get in trouble. A company offers $1,000 for watching all 10 Fast and the Furious movies. The company's offering to pay somebody 1,000 big ones to binge all 10 of them within two weeks, including the new one, which comes out May 19th. Finance Buzz's contest winner will need to note every car crash that results in damage, how much damage there is and what cars are involved, as well as the number of wrecks, or if they've increased or decreased. 
Well, that's too much work. Yes. What, for $1,000? There's a car wreck every 30 seconds. Well, they want you to keep track of it. And how do you oh. know the damage? You just write right. down, like, yeah, vendor vendor? Estimate. <laughs> Kelly Blue Book. Totally. Get on, look it up. You to hit pause and then uh-huh. take notes and then play it. Interested <laughs> parties can apply through May 19th. The winner will find out May 26th. That's from CNN. There is no truth to the rumor that Kevin Costner impregnated a member of the Yellowstone crew. I heard that. That's the rumor? That was the rumor. Hmm. Let me see if I believe that this. Yeah, tell true. me more. Had you guys heard that? That's why the show was kind of ending. I kind of heard, you know, I grapevined it a little bit, but okay. doesn't mean it's true. Kevin Costner has become the target of nasty rumors since his wife filed for divorce, including one accusing the actor of getting a woman working on the set pregnant. A tale that TMZ says could not be further from the truth. Sources close to Costner say the latest bit of gossip surrounding the star is total BS. It's unclear who started the rumor or even if Costner, you know, or his wife started or knew about it. They, they just sound like, we don't know where it came from. TMZ broke the story in the divorce documents. Christine lists the date of separation as last month. They got married in 2004. Interesting, since sources say Kevin had no inkling the marriage was ending. So does that mean he also wasn't truthful there? Mm-hmm. So that means all this could be a lie? It means... Am I back to believe in the rumor? I don't know. Mm. I try not to believe rumors, but some of them are just so rumory. But if TMZ says it's not a, it's, yeah, it's, but it's TMZ, not true. TMZ like, always has like contacts too. Like you have yeah. to understand. They got people that will also, if they can get this story, somebody will give them a story that's not true as well. I don't know. He had no inkling. I don't know. <laughs> the worst rumor you've heard about yourself? Huh? <laughs> oh, I have tons of them. Oh, I, I have, yeah. I What's yours? Well, see, when like I was younger, my dad bought a ranch in this small town, and everyone in our small that small town like just weirder than you guys. And like I had ten girlfriends. It was amazing. You really did? That, no, no, no. I didn't have one, but the rumor was like, oh yeah, that Eddie guy. Well, that's guy. an awesome that's rumor. The well, that's the greatest rumor hey, I've that ever was heard. The rumor, <laughs> but the truth was, I didn't have one girlfriend. Eddie was like, I was, uh, the rumor was, I was hung like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, what? No, that, that no was, that's the that's the greatest rumor ever. That would have been cool. I'm a really good dancer. Yeah. You, is that the rumor about you? Yeah. <laughs> just piggybacking off of Eddie, like we just name like positive things about ourselves. Lunchbox. Yeah, the rumor is that I make like five million a year online. See, I wish. These, that's the worst. I mean, You're I'm five like, million? Something like that. I saw someone post, man, lunch makes five million a year. Dude, I'm 20. Isn't that crazy? Million? 20 million online. Oh, okay. Well, maybe, yeah. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> that's pretty cool. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. Your rumors are awesome. <laughs> that's crazy, dude. Why? Amy? Why Is it Eddie Garcia, like, from the Bobby Bone uh-huh, Show? Uh-huh. Huh. Good for you guys. Hey. <laughs> no, I don't have... Hey, you're doing a lot better than I thought you were. No, no, no chance. I know you're doing pretty good. I know you're doing that good. <laughs> Amy? Yeah, what led to, in high school, my my... Ex-boyfriend keying my car. Oh no! I don't know. He believed some rumor wasn't that you cheated on him. No, we weren't even together. It's just that I had already we had broken up, and that I had started dating this guy from another school. So then he put on my car a really bad word, and then he carved in the name of that guy's school. And it was the word like it's. Oh, like, he misspelled the word. He misspelled the word. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he did. No, it was, yeah. it's like one of the worst things ever. And it was all was based it like on H-O-R-E something. Like H O R E or something. Yeah, yeah. he forgot that. Idiot. Right, <laughs> obviously that right. he had been yeah. drinking, but that was really hard. No, to... I can be drunk and know how to spell that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, but it was it was horrible. And then he blamed it on someone else, and I I thought that other person did it for like a year, and then finally we figured out it was him. 
The keying stuff, I never got. Lunchbox was a big keyer. Not now. He's an adult now. Why? Why would you He key? just thought that was like the thing you should do. Oh, man. When people park, park over it. the line. Yeah. Oh. When, like, when they take up two spots because they think their car is so cool, you just kind of walk by with the key on your... Oh. Yeah. Uh, mine is, I'm not actually from Arkansas. I'm someone from the Northeast that was planted here in country music. You're from New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's one. That's ridiculous. I just can't keep the accent fake for all these years. Another one is that I actually grew up very wealthy. And then I've changed my story mm-hmm. for that. That'd have been a good, that was a pretty cool one. Dude, that'd be crazy. That will be crazy. Um, there are a few of those like that that have just kind of spread on, spread amongst the internet that I'm actually Ryan Seacrest's like cousin and he's helped me get all this. And I'm not. I wish. Ooh, I can believe that one. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is Illuminati, but I don't talk about that one. <laughs> that one's been happening for a long time. But anyway, that's it. All right, that's the news. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. You guys want to hear a Lunchbox Mother's Day prank call? Now, I can give you more about it before you say yes or no. <laughs> okay. He calls up some listener's mom to tell them they won the Bobby Bone Show Hottest Mom Contest. Yeah, I want to hear this. You want it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. If you want it, you'll get it. It sounds good. All right, we'll do it next. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. Now, this is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. If you ever felt like you were always too much this while also never being enough that, this is the podcast for you. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth, issues affecting the Latin community, and much more via my own personal stories, along with interviews with inspiring thought leaders from our community. Then, every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community that you need to know. So much of what makes our community so beautiful is our diversity, yet too often those of us who don't fit into this dumb, stereotypical box of whatever it means to be Latino are left without a voice or just forgotten about. On this show, I celebrate the uniqueness of our culture and invite you to walk in your authenticity. Listen to Life as a Gringo as a part of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. 
and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A little Mother's Day prank for you. Lunchbox calls up a listener's mom and said what? That she had won the hottest mom contest that her daughter had nominated her as the hottest mom. We put pictures up and people voted. How did you get with this listener to even know? I went on Instagram and I said, hey, anybody want to prank their mom for Mother's Day? And people were sliding into my DMs. Boom, call my mom, call my mom. And so this girl, Stacy said, call my mom, Rosalind. She'll be great. And so I did. This is two minutes long. Two minutes. Two minute prank. Are yeah. you playing all the way through? He's like the freaking jerky boys, man. This is like a whole song. Um, yeah, well, we may stop and comment a little bit so people turning on halfway through this documentary know exactly what we're doing. But yeah, I think this has real potential. I haven't heard it yet. Lunchbox calls the listener's mom. Action. Hey, Rosalind. This is Lunchbox with the Bobby Bone Show. Hey. Okay. Okay, and your daughter, she loves you very much. Would you say your daughter, Stacy, loves you very much? Uh, yeah. Well, she also likes to do stuff for you because we were having a contest. We were looking for the Bobby Bone Show hottest mom. And Stacy said, oh, my gosh, that's my mom, Rosalind. And so she went on our website. She nominated you. She submitted some pictures of you. We put it up online. And, Rosalind, I am calling to tell you that our listeners voted you the Bobby Bone Show hottest mom. Woo! Yeah, speech, speech, speech. <laughs> I don't even know where to say. When is a good time for us to do a bikini shoot for the hottest mom calendar? I don't think that that's going to happen. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, it, it's just for our calendar. We're going to sell it to raise money for, you know, and we're going to inspire other hot moms out there. Mom, you have to do this because they do so much good for the communities. Constantly raising money for St. Jude. And you don't mind me taking the pictures, right? Like, I mean, I'm, I'm not professional, but. <laughs> All right. I don't even, I, I just don't even know what to say right now. <laughs> and Rosalind, you know, I mean, if you could just tell me one one time, I'm the sexiest mom alive. Come on, mom. You got this. <laughs> I'm at a conference. <laughs> That's all right. You, hey, you're at a conference. Let them know you're the sexiest mom alive. Uh, yes, I am. I am the sexiest mom alive. <laughs> And Rosalind, we love you because you really didn't win. She didn't even nominate you. She just wanted to say happy Mother's Day and that she loves you. Happy Thank Mother's you. Day. Thank you so much. Happy Mother's Day, Rosalind. I hope you have a great Mother's Day and hope you know your daughter loves you very much. All right, bye. That's pretty funny. Took you down a weird road, though. <laughs> First of all, what'd she win, you know? You never said what she won. She didn't, no, she just won Hottest Mom and she got to be in the calendar. Bikini photo shoot. Yeah, yeah, but- yeah. Oh, she won the shoot. Yeah, she won that yeah. she gets to be in the calendar. We're going to take bikini pics. I'd have been confused, too, if I were her, but that's that's funny. The The daughter being a part of it was hilarious. Come on, Mom! <laughs> that's good. Okay. We used to do a bit where we call somebody. We'd say, all right, you just won $10,000. All right, all you got to do is, like, tell us your favorite show. And no matter whatever show they said, that we're like, oh. <laughs> and they'd believe it. Yeah, every time. <laughs> It didn't matter what show they said. It was the worst. It was, it was so stupid. But that's a pretty good one. 
I feel like they should win like a prize or something. You just won. She kind of sounded hurt at the and end. All you, I know because he took it away from her. He goes, "You're really not the hot. It's just a prank." Well, I mean, if just I just kidding. hung up and she thought no, she was looked- like, "Hey, we really do think you're hot," right. but also this wasn't a contest. Your daughter just wanted to say you're hot and she loves you. Oh, <laughs> instead you pretty much told her she's you're not ugly, hot. but your daughter loves you. I mean, I really never saw a picture of her, so I don't know if she's hot or not. I don't want to lie to her. It's good though. Okay. But no. It- <laughs> That's right? Funny. Yeah, we liked it. Are we glad that one played? Yeah, yeah I didn't even cringe. Not one time did I cringe. Towards the end when he had to tell her, like, no, you didn't mm-hmm. really win, you're you're right. He could have said it a different way. Yeah. You because, because he made her, like, scream at the conference, like, I am sexy. And then he's like, you're not. <laughs> uh, there's a new episode of the Bobby cast up today. It is an hour-long interview series that I do. I just want to play you guys this clip because it is wild. So I had on Megan Patrick. She's a new artist. She dropped out of school, started touring the country in a bluegrass band. She put out a whole, I'm going to play a clip, but then I'm going to play this story. And it is crazy. So here is a hook of her song, Red Roses and Red Flags. Her name is Megan Patrick. Now, she was like a, you know, a gymnast, kind of young, and she hurt herself. But she's in Canada where it snows, and they have a lot of snow sports where we don't. I don't know anything about skiing but she started the just ski jumping and so she talked about a bad is this where she flip oh she had a bad accident where she was doing like snowboarding snow skiing snow jumping all that i was warming up in a slope stall competition went off a jump way too fast and it it threw me off when i went up to start my rotation i kind of overcorrected and basically ended up doing a front flip without completing the rotation landed on my head and my shoulder snapped my collarbone dislocated my shoulder and kind of suitcased on top of myself. With, and so I broke my back, broke my ribs, severe concussion. Crazy. Oh, gosh. I thought it was going like to be like went collarbone. Up, couldn't flip all the way around, has skis on her feet or whatever. Mm. It landed straight down, broke everything. Back, Holy. neck, all. Isn't that wild? I didn't know she was that crazy like to do that high <laughs> jump stuff. Like, that's she some extreme she stuff. was like an elite athlete. I think her dad was even an Olympic swimmer. Wow. For Canada. So she would just... She's like, but that that's what ended it for her. Wow. Like, I mean, she landed straight on her head, jumping off those ski jump type things. But anyway, it was that that made her kind of shift into music because she couldn't do anything. She, you can't walk or anything. Couldn't even walk. I couldn't do anything for months. And I really turned to music during that time. I mean, I was like really depressed. And when I came out of that recovery, I kind of had shifted focus. I think I hadn't really accepted it to that point that music was something I could make a living off of. I knew it was something that I really liked, but I hadn't really thought like, oh, I could actually do this for a living. And my parents supported it. And I ended up going to McGill University and I studied opera. And she was like, I don't know anything about opera. They just stuck her in there because of her singing. It's a crazy, go listen to the interview. It's on the Bobby cast. It's Megan Patrick. It's real good. Here, again, here's a clip of Red Roses and Red Flags. Check out the Bobby cast. Subscribe. We didn't get a chance to talk about Abby's performance. Her two-night residency at the bar on top of this hotel in town. And I thought, maybe you did too, Abby, that since Taylor was in town, it'd be super packed. But I guess since Taylor was in town, everybody was a Taylor. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, everybody left early. Because mine was five to seven, so. So you did two hours, five to seven each night? Mm Mm-hmm. So give me your thoughts at first about how it went. I think it went well. I I was really comfortable. And a lot of my friends, like, they had couches set up in front that were reserved. So my friends came and watched. That was fun. But yeah, it just wasn't 
super busy. And then the bar is kind of far away, so a lot of people are hanging out at the bar, which is mm-hmm. quite a ways away. And then there's like a tip jar. And so people don't really walk by the tip jar if they're leaving. So, <laughs> yeah. So it's tough to make a lot of tips? Yes. You, I, I, I will say this. And when it's your world and you're playing music, you feel like everybody should be watching you. But in that scenario, it's not a concert. You're kind of there to just play music while people do their thing. Right? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, if you want to come to get tickets to watch Abby Anderson. What is your name again? Abby Lee Anderson. Abby Lee Anderson. I know her name, <laughs> but she had to change her name. Stage name. Yeah. Yeah. When you People just generally aren't coming to an Abby Lee Anderson concert. It's like we go to bars. Or we go to restaurants and there's somebody playing and we don't just go sit and watch. We kind of have our food or we have our drink. But yeah, so don't feel bad about that because that's that wasn't set up for it to be an Abbey success concert. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, you did feel good, though, about everything else. Like you played good. Were you nothing? No nerves. I was nervous the first night because I knew Lunchbox was coming and I thought he was going to do something crazy. Did he say he was going to do something crazy? Well, he was like, I'm bringing the people. <laughs> I'm bringing everybody. And then he showed up alone. So he didn't bring anyone. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, it, <laughs> but it made me nervous the entire day Friday. I don't know why he always messes with her. Because he always wants to make her nervous. No, I was supposed to bring the people. My cousin and his wife, my wife. But we couldn't get a babysitter till 630. So my wife was out. And then my cousin and his wife. They wanted to get to Taylor early. So they went to Taylor at like 4.30 in the afternoon. Even though it didn't start till 6. So... Originally, the plan was everybody was coming, mm-hmm. and then boom, 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 dominoes fall. Just it's, you. It's a domino effect, but I was there front row because guess what? Plenty of seats. <laughs> okay. Plenty of seats yeah, still okay. available. Okay, but it's a, it's a bar at five, right? On a Friday? Yeah, on a Friday, which means packed. No. I don't really think that's the case. Am I wrong? I Oh, I you guys have never been packed. to a, a hotel bar on a weekend? On I don't bro- know. I'm I mean, asking. Yeah, it's packed usually. Do you think Abby kept people away? Maybe. No. Okay, no, that's not true. I was just saying if you would say that, that's not true. They're I mean, not going to walk in and be like, oh, my God, this is so terrible. We got to leave because it wouldn't be, first of all. And they w- that just wouldn't be a thing. You walk in somewhere like, ooh, my ears are bleeding. I'm going to go to a different bar. Okay. I don't think Abby, it was Abby, did you happen level. to see anyone with any napkins holding it up to their ears? No. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Lunchbox, did how did you feel she did? Oh, boy, it was rough. There were some songs I was like, oh, I mean, you don't need to sing that anymore. Which what? one? Oh, man, like My Church from Marin Morris. Yeah. Oh, Abby can't can't hit that. Oh, I like singing that one. Well, you might like it, but it don't sound good. <laughs> was there any that you heard? Were there any that you heard that you thought, wow, that was actually pretty good? I mean, she has her one that she sings all the time that, you know, she's practiced five million times, head Carolina, whatever the heck. I okay, mean, I, I did that once in two hours. No, that's what I'm saying. You sing it every time you sing somewhere. Like when you're singing on this show, I think that's her one that she thinks she feels comfortable with. So that's probably her best one. But, I mean, I wouldn't say there was a lot of good ones. Okay, most of the time he was talking, though, I will say. Yeah, because like I was trying to drown it out. To who? You were, yeah. you were talking while she was playing? Well, people at the bar want to talk to me. What up? He was talking to everybody sitting down. He was like bouncing around from yeah, table Yeah, like, what up, table. man? People wanted pictures with me. Was he, did people oh, want no. pictures with him? I yeah. did see a few people taking pictures. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. With like, me in I'm the an attraction. <laughs> did people come for you, Abby, at all? Yeah, there were. Mm-hmm. So there were listeners there that recognized Lunchbox and you? Yes. There huh. was like a group that was really fun. Like they were singing along the whole time. They wanted to go to Taylor. So that was cool. How much did you make in tips? Oh, it wasn't much. I didn't see one person tip. That hurt. I was there for 45 minutes. What do you think she part- made combined over two nights, Lunchbox? I'll say 
$475. Wow, that's pretty good. That's really good. For four hours of playing? Yeah, yeah, you you go anywhere. Do the math on that. Do the math on four hours. Plus, she has to play her guitar guy. Uh, Okay, hit her guitar guy. (laughs) Here's the thing four hours, $175. What is that an hour, Lunchbox? Need a calculator? Uh, It's like $25 an hour. No, maybe $30 an hour. (laughs) A little more. What, $40? Okay, now you're at least getting on the right track. So four times four is what? 16. Add a zero. It's 160. Right, so that would be that. So if you say 170, it'd be like 40 and some change, right? That's pretty okay. good if your answer is right. I mean, I, I, I'm trying to be generous, dude. I didn't see a single person go up there and tip. And Abby. then someone asked me in, the, in this work building, they said, did you tip her? What the? Why would I tip her? To support yeah, her? Yeah, I would have tipped her. You're well. there. Yeah, I'm there. And you also let other people see. I'm I mean, tipping her. No, but I mean, we can play audio. I brought audio so you guys could critique her. I mean, honestly, what he could have done if the tip jar was not easy to see, he could have grabbed uh, it and walked walk around. around. You're good at that. Ass. Yeah, because you don't give a crap. I like that about you. Yeah. yeah, I don't give a crap to ask for her tips. Oh. Abby, <laughs> over two nights total. He says 170. What'd you make? This is before I split it in half with my guitar player. Go ahead. I'm asking total. 275. Yeah. Woo! Hey. Don't, so, don't use the split in total because that wasn't the question. And then plus my 10% for the book and the gig as the agent. Okay, what do you think that would be? How much? Well, let's see. She no. got 275, <laughs> so I should get 10% divided by 10. That's 275. <laughs> okay, let oh him go. Gosh. Let him go. You know let you him go. Let him go. Let him go. He's still working. Yeah. He's got it. A lot of carrying the ones. Well, I'll get 2750. He just carried a three. <laughs> You're, you're right, though. All you have to do lunchbox with the 10 is... He got there. Yeah, you did get there. Yeah, I did the whole old school, like, where you put it under the division sign. And... That's good. It's good that you can do that still. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, that's a good you can do yeah. that. Um, we, we have audio. Abby, do you, can we play audio or no? Because you know I picked out the work. I'm just letting no, you know. No, I didn't. I sent every song that I was there. I recorded some, and I sent it to Scuba. I didn't pick them. I didn't pick them. Mine. Yeah, we'll play mine. <laughs> can we play my audio? You both have audio. <laughs> yeah. Let's, play, let's, let's do let's, mine. They both came in with their armor. <laughs> oh my God. Let's play Abby's audio from playing at a hotel. She was playing music there in the lobby for no, Friday no, and no, Saturday no, no. night. She, she's not lobby. Oh, sorry. In the bar. Yeah, yeah. Why do you say it like that? Because I came downstairs to the lobby. Abby's got a long way to be a lobby singer. Was a lobby person good? Yeah. She okay. was really good. And, and, and we can we, I have clips. So of we, the lobby. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, have, uh, uh, okay. Uh, we got two minutes. We got too many things to do. We're running out of time. Uh, play Abby, play Abby's song. Abby, what is this? Uh our song by Taylor Swift. Go ahead. That's good. Yeah. I right, play some of my audio. Oh. <laughs> what are we doing? I mean, there? she obviously had four hours of song. She picked that one. Well, so, you, so uh, let's. Just, no, no, I'm just saying, if your record label's there and you hear, right? How much all, time do we have? Honestly, two, two minutes. Two minutes. Okay, let's hear. What song is this lunchbox? I don't know. I don't know which one we picked. I don't know what school will put up. So my just church. play what. My church. Oh, oh, boy. oh no. Oh, the one what? that you said was okay. yeah. Worse. Hey, oh. did you put up lobby singer my church? All right, hold on. Here we go. My church from Abby. Go. Guys, that's not bad. It's not bad. Play it again from the beginning. I didn't want to interrupt it, but I'm letting you know I was really expecting some. 
have the, I eat these fiber pills sometimes. I take them, and they're hard to swallow. Oh, this is hard to swallow, man. <laughs> and, and I was expecting that. Because it's you. always like, it's got a weird taste. It's like, ugh. I thought it was going to be that. It wasn't. So here we go. We'll do it again. First, Abby, sign me up to go to the next Abby Lee Anderson concert. Oh, what's wrong with that? You are losing your mind. I don't know. What's so bad about it? Yeah, really, what is so bad about it? Dude, it sounds nasally, and it's like rough when she tries to go up to my I'm going, Honestly, and I would say, ooh, not your best work, because our listeners will hold me accountable, which they often do. I don't think it's near as bad as you say, and I think it's actually pretty good. Audio quality is not great because it's from far away. But no, no, no wrong, it wasn't guys? far away. I was right next to her. <laughs> oh no, I was expecting something. I don't know. Lunchbox made it seem like it was gonna be the worst thing we've ever heard, and I thought it sounds really good. Yeah, I think it sounds good. You guys always Thank say you. that. No, 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 we don't. Pro- you guys have never said Abby I sounds bad. I think she's I getting better too, you, and she is getting better. Oh I swear to you. Play one more time, Ray. Even when she goes higher, she's right on. Yeah. She's on key. All of it. Good job, Abby. Thank you. Play another one, Ray. No. Hey, would you um, go back and do it again? Yeah, I'll do it again. I'm going to do another weekend that's not Taylor Swift weekend. So they're going to ask, did they ask you to come back? Yeah, they said I can whenever I want. That's awesome. Hey, great job. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. If we do a post show today, I'll get to his lobby call, whatever that is, the lobby (laughs) person. Yeah, you're out of time because Ray's telling me I got to go. Ray, do I have to go? Yep. Okay, go. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Florida. Two men were driving around in a stolen vehicle when police, woo, woo, tried to pull them over because they ran the plates. And they pulled over, and then they took off running and running, and they jumped into the water. Oh, it's, I bet it's a swamp, isn't it? Swamp, come on. Gators. Gators. gators let's and go. here come the gators. Yeah. Yeah. Here come the gators. Yeah. <laughs> Then, then what happened? They were rescued before they got hurt, but oh. they started screaming for help because the gators started coming. <laughs> gators! <laughs> when he said Florida, and then he said running, I was like, all right, we're on to something here. Dummies. Dummies. <laughs> I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Lunchbox wants to go to Rome. Like, heck, we all want to go to Rome, right? Yeah. yeah. Rome, Italy. But he's like, I got invited to go to the Fast and the Furious Fast X premiere in Rome. Like, what? Because we get invited to go to movie premieres. Sometimes... In, like, California or New York, and they're like, we'll pay for you to come. Just watch the movie and talk about it. Who's done that? Eddie did it in Memphis. Mm, I did Lunch it. did it. So you're trying to convince us they want to send you to Rome. What's the update on this? Uh, I emailed them, and they said, yes, this was absolutely on purpose. You are invited. Flight, hotel, everything is paid for. No way. What? And I was like, what in the world? No way. Yeah, I swear. Wait for and, it. And they said, yeah, you just have to, there's a link I'll send you that you got to make a minimum donation and you're entered into the drawing. Oh, yeah. Wrong. So like, it's not paid for unless you win? Yeah. What's the minimum donation? $10. Okay. I'll tell you what. Let's donate $10 and if you win, you can go. Okay. I'll donate 10 bucks. Well, you you can donate $10. I don't need to cover that one for I, I you. just didn't realize it was a donation thing. And I'm like, so how many people do they send this to? Can, yeah, but can you do multiple $10s? Ooh, that's a good idea. That's Ooh, actually I don't the know. proper plural of $10, too. $10 <laughs> that's a great is. question. Like, I don't know if like if do I put it. in 50, do I get five entries? Yes. Put in 10. Yes. Heck, I'll send you 50. You can put five more in for yourself. Wow. Put in six. Okay. And if you win... 
you go. And, I and if you get in trouble for our country festival and I'll be able to go, I'll cover you. Okay. <laughs> and I know he's thinking, like, uh, what are the odds of winning? But think, how, maybe they did this, send this to a lot of people, but how many people can take off work and go to Rome? That's a good point. Maybe they only sent it to me just hoping I would donate because they really want They're me to come. They're just looking for $10. Oh. They're like, if yeah. we just send this to <laughs> If you get this and you win it, you have to go. Yeah. I would love to go. Okay, I'm going to Venmo you 50 bucks so you can put it in there. Okay. Yeah, but you have to put in 10. Yeah, yeah, I'll put in 10. Dude, that would be so awesome if you want. That's even better than him just getting invited. Him winning a contest. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would be amazing. Okay, so we're going to do that. Uh, thank you guys for hanging out. Hope you have an awesome day. Probably about to be lunchtime. Let, let me talk about HelloFresh for a second. Speaking of lunch or dinner, HelloFresh is awesome because it comes right to your door, and it's already all purposefully ingredienteded. You like all those? I do that? <laughs> I yes. think that's right. Yeah, ingredienteded. <laughs> They're all separated. Listen, for me, I love the broccoli cheddar soup and the bread bowl. That's the thing that I like there. Pork dumplings, amazing. Lunchbox, what do you like? Oh, we had the hatch uh, mac and cheese, hatch chili mac and cheese. Then we had some raspberry swirl cheesecake. Mm-mm-mm. Eddie? Man, I had the focaccia pizza, which we do on Friday. We do pizza night anyway. But I, was, I had my own. You just stick it in the oven for about 30 minutes. Boom, it was ready. So I wasn't here the other day because I was, or like a week ago, I was on the road. So kickoff Kevin got mine because I had it sent up here just in case. Kevin, what was in that box? The Mushu Port Bowl. Mushu, that's how you say it? Yeah. I did not know fancy. that. Oh, fancy. Yeah. Is it good? It was very good. I made it a couple times. My favorite one that they have, actually. Of all the Mushus? <laughs> of all the Mushus. <laughs> uh, pick from 40 weekly recipes. That's a good thing. It doesn't get old with the same thing over and over again. Over 100 sides. HelloFresh is awesome. Get 16 free meals plus free shipping with the code BONE16, you just go to HelloFresh.com slash BONE16. That's the code BONE16 at HelloFresh.com slash BONES16. Okay, we got Lunchbox going to Rome. We got Mushu Port. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know how to say that. We will see you guys tomorrow. Have a great day. Goodbye, everybody. Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones Show. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. This is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth, issues affecting the Latin community, and much more. Then every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community. Listen to Life as a Gringo on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 